0: Los Angeles, this is Casey Diaz, and um, we're here, about to talk about some local news that's going on, it's important, here we go, as many of you know, Um, some of the segments here are, or most of the segments here are done uh, for the very reason of sharing with you redemption stories, stories that, you know, uh, impact other lives, stories that are true, stories that shout victory. And um, for the most part, that's what we do here. Um, but as I mentioned um, a few few days ago, we also cover local events, local news, things that are important to the body of Christ. And uh, one of those things is the shutting down of worship centers, worship churches, and in particular. Um, it, it, it's a it's a subject that really strikes a chord in me in particular. Uh, I shared with you guys several episodes ago how I felt. And at that time, I thought, well, <clears throat> am I the only one that feels this way? Um, am I going to be the guy that, you know, is, maybe it's just me. And I went, uh, some of them, some people called it a rant, some people called it you know, uh, wow, that was good. Uh, you know, um, regardless of all that, uh, I think that it was necessary to, uh, to speak on that, uh, on that particular subject, on the closing down of churches. So today I want to touch base on a particular church that is not too far from where I'm at. It's off of a uh, Santa in the San Fernando Valley, uh, Panorama City, to be exact, and um, I'm talking about Grace Community Church, and John MacArthur is one of those pastors, very controversial uh, to some, right, uh, to some that, um, I don't know, I would say, um, how do I say that? Just, I would say to some that don't <laughs> uh, really study the Bible, um, he's controversial, Um and, and by the way, let me let me let you know. In case you're a new listener here, I'm a Christian first and foremost. Uh, I do believe um, I would would I would be what people call a Pentecostal believer. Uh, so I believe in the gifts. Um, I don't go nuts over uh, when when you know when when somebody says Pentecostal. The first thought, uh, if, if again, if you're not studying your Bible. Uh, and you hear that word; it's almost like a you know a, a icky word or something like that. Uh, you, you, some people think that oh, this guy handles uh, you know venomous uh, snakes and uh, drinks you know uh, uh, poisonous you know uh, uh, beverages. That's not that's not what we do. Uh, although unfortunately, there is uh, and has been, and probably is still. Some uh, craziness that is attached, unfortunately, to us. Uh, But we are not like that. I'm not like that. Um, I believe in the totality of the Word of God. Uh, There are some, you know, uh, some differences between me and uh, Pastor John MacArthur. Um, But putting all that to the side, he's a brother in the Lord. Um, I respect his teaching. Uh, Even though I might not agree on some points, I respect that... uh, As far as the the divinity of Christ, uh, the church as a whole, um, you know, uh, I'm on board. Uh, uh, I could agree with uh, uh, much more than disagree uh, with his teaching. So um, I respect the guy. He's a brother in the Lord. He's a pastor, and he's doing a great job. Um, And and, and so here we are, right? Um, And um, we're at this crossroad where... Um, government, uh, government officials and city authorities, um, are now threatening Pastor John MacArthur, uh, even to the point of arrest. Um, I, I checked on to see if they had turned off the power and the lights over there. Um, and I checked with a, with an actual friend of mine. Um, and it doesn't look like the power or the water was shut down, uh, to them. Uh, I might be incorrect. I'm not. I'm not sure. But I, I asked, and it doesn't look like that. Uh, but they are meeting. Um, I watched him on Tucker Carlson. Uh, gave an interview to to Tucker, and it was a great interview. I thought it was very very informative. I thought it was very powerful. I thought that. Uh, you know, Pastor John MacArthur. If it's one thing that I've always uh, uh, that I've, uh, I've admired of him. Is that he is bold and he is going to stand on uh, on some really good issues where many uh, fall and and and, and um, it's almost like they're asked a question and they they've been thrown a hot potato and they get tongue tied and don't know how to give an answer a biblical answer. Um, not so much so with uh, Pastor MacArthur. Uh, I, I think he's uh, he's. Uh, He's a good guy, man. So, uh, in any case, I, I've always, always liked that when direct questions are uh, are asked, and some might say they're controversial questions. No, they're Bible questions, and Bible questions have biblical answers. It's that it's that straightforward. You don't need to dance around um, uh, Bible questions. Uh, it, it does, uh, you know, uh, scriptures don't have several meanings for the most part you know uh it 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 says what it says and it is what it is and it's very easy especially on some subject matter that has to do with sin uh it's easy to just get your bible out and if you're a student of the word of god it should be very very easy very easy people to answer those questions you know so in any case so here's uh john MacArthur on tucker carlson and and uh, if you know Tucker, um, oh, I don't know. He's He's got a few listeners, uh, maybe uh, gaining ground, almost catching up to me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, no, he's got a, a humongous audience of millions. And so if you get on, talk, on, on Tucker Carlson's uh, uh, <laughs> uh, interviewed by him, uh, you're going to uh, definitely make some noise there. And a lot of people are going to uh, be tuned in. So, here here he is and, and you know he's 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 answering the questions. He's sharing his uh his own personal biblical views on where we stand as a church. And um you know, I, I love that well, I love something that he said. He said, I didn't even have to say nothing to my church. I didn't even have to like say nothing to my church. They just started showing up. And the next thing I know there's three thousand and then there's another thousand and you know Um, the friend that I spoke to uh, shared with me that there's even churches or church members rather from other churches, uh, other believers from different congregations from around the area and outside the area that are now coming to Grace Community because their church or their pastor uh, felt like it was safer to stay home and do Zoom church and continue to do Zoom churches um, rather than opening it. And um, they're disappointed, and they're going to Grace Community. Um, yeah, I could see that happening. I can definitely see that happening. Um, I think that, you know, what I shared with you last uh, last week, I believe, um, in this issue, this is before MacArthur even said anything, just so you know, you could trace it back and look at the date on it. And uh, I immediately had something to say about uh, the church is shutting down, Um, but there we are, man. You know, and I can see how that happened. How congregants are looking at their pastors right now and going, "How come we're not opening up? Um, Why are we? How come we're still at home watching sermons? Why are we doing?" what we should be doing, you know, and here's the thing, you know, uh, for me, uh, being in, in, in the church and hearing so many pastors talk about, you know, my, my God is big. My, my God is great. Uh, we serve, uh, an omnipotent God. Uh, you know, those are phrases, Christian phrases, Christian terms, Christian knees, if you will. Um, and then when it comes to stuff like this, <laughs> um, what happened? The, what, what happened? The, the, what happened, man? How come we're not like you know? How come we're not on board? I I actually spoke to my church this Sunday, and I said, you know, here's the thing. I've always had a problem when the church is divided um, and aren't and isn't and isn't speaking the same language across the board. Because if we're reading the same Bible, we should be acting the same way. That's just me. I mean, you know, call me crazy. I don't know. But I think that we should be speaking the same exact thing. If we're Bible believers, we should be speaking the same thing. We should be backing up the same thing. We should be on the same road, Uh, you know, uh, regardless of, uh, uh, of a difference here and there. If the foundation is the same, then it's the same church. And we should be together. MacArthur said something like this. He said, the government can't intrude on worship. I 100% agree. I 100% agree. There's a time when we give to Caesar what is Caesar's and to God what is God. But when Caesar oversteps his boundaries, then the church needs to be the church. And, um, you know, uh, here we are, man, and John MacArthur has gained a whole lot of members, and rightly so. I can't blame the guy. I mean, the, the guy's doing the job. He's being a shepherd. He's being a leader, and um, he's uh, not apologizing about it because he shouldn't. The guy should not be apologizing to no one this is this is where um you know where people and their credentials scared about their credentials scared about losing uh, what we call a covering um, scared to talk. and 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 it's just like I I don't understand it I, I really don't understand it I don't understand how we can stay silent I, I don't understand how we we can't you know, group and really be a church. Some of you have heard of um, Saturate Orange County. Um, you know, you're out there, you probably hear, heard about that. This is an Orange County church that uh, is Pentecostal, who decided that they're going to have church no matter what, and they actually took the church to the to the beach, And thousands of people are coming around. And the crazy part, or the cool part, I should rather say, is that a lot of them are unbelievers. And they're repenting, coming to Christ. And they're getting baptized right there on the beach. And to me, I looked at, I went. I went, I wanted to check it out. So I went to see. And I'm going to tell you something. The pastor there was with a bullhorn. And this dude was giving this pastor, I shouldn't call him dude. This pastor was preaching. This pastor was not afraid. This pastor was being a man of God. And it it sparked hope inside of me personally. I didn't even catch his name. Um, I, I wasn't even, you know. You know, when you're listening to the gospel, you don't even really care about who it is. It's the message that matters. It's the sermon that counts. It's God's word that 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 stands tall. So it doesn't even matter who's, you know, who's uh, there. It, 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 if they're being obedient and sharing the true gospel, um, man, awesome. Praise God. That's what we need today. We need men with spines, we need men that are, uh, you know, uh, are brave, that will stand tall in the presence of the enemy, and say, "No, we 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 will be the church. We are the church, and um, we're going to preach Jesus Christ and Him crucified, uh, died, buried, and resurrected, and seated at the right hand of power and majesty." That's the type of pastors that we need. And I saw that in this particular pastor who is leading uh, Saturate OC. So we went and and we actually went because, one, we wanted to check it out. Two, we went because uh, my brother-in-law, as I mentioned to you uh, a few episodes ago, got born again. So, uh, you know, uh, Wednesday, I had the opportunity to go over what baptism is um, and what it means And uh, prepared him uh, with a good Bible study. And then uh, we went uh, to check out this uh, saturated sea. And uh, we took about, I don't know, it was about maybe 25 of us or something like that. uh, To partake of uh, my um, brother-in-law's baptism. We baptized him there on the beach. It was uh, amazing. It was powerful. It was great. You know, it's always awesome when you see a loved one, a family member. Come to Christ, I think that that's like what a gift from God to us uh, when we see our family members come to Christ. It, it's, it's, it's just uh, uh, unexplainable the feeling, the emotion that goes behind it to see God's favor, to, to see God working in our family, our immediate family. So, uh, I've always, uh, my brother in law has been a great guy, uh, and um, you know, even when he was uh, outside of the house of the faith. Just a really stout guy, really, really nice guy. You know, um, uh, one of those guys that you kind of go, "Man, I hope, I hope he comes to salvation," because uh, I would hate for him to uh, die in sin. Uh, but by the grace of God, by His mercy, um, my brother-in-law has come to Christ and is now baptized. So, uh, wow, uh, just uh, really cool to see. So, when we, we checked it out, we hung out. Uh, One of the things that I enjoyed while I was over there, uh, this was at Newport Beach and at Huntington Beach. um, Hardly anybody with masks. There was a a whole lot more people without than with masks. Um, And we had a great time because, one, as Christians, here's the thing. I'm about to throw a curveball at you. As Christians, um, I heard that God takes care of us. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but God takes care of his people. God sanctifies his people. God is our tower, our refuge, our strength, our protector, our healer, our all in all. So uh, we were out there. We had an amazing church. We had a great fellowship. And it was, it was just um, one for the books. But here's uh, this this church band, and uh, they're you know because it's a mega church, um, because it's a, a very influential pastor that that is the shepherd of Grace Community. Of course, the attention is drawn, you know, on what's his next move, uh, and and it's almost like the city and the state is playing chicken with him, right, uh, on this road. Um, And um, and what I enjoy is that Pastor MacArthur is not wavering. He's not wavering. Uh, he's not afraid. He's and if he is, he sure he he ain't showing it. <laughs> um, he's not showing it. And um, so I, I just wanted to say, you know. This is the kind of stuff that we need to see more often. We need to see uh, shepherds that are truly uh, protecting, truly leading and guiding the flock. Um, There's a a petition that, uh, or a statement rather, that uh, Grace Community Church has put together, um, and um, they're asking for your signatures. If you could go on their website, on grace to you or gracechurch.org. Um, I'm sure you'll find the the statement that they're asking for uh, us as believers to sign. If you uh, are a listener of the Shot collar podcast and you're here and have your attention, I want you to go ahead and do that and sign that statement. And, um, you know, this, is, this has to do with religious freedom, people. This has to do with freedom, period. Um, worship is essential to us, uh, that believe we are made to fellowship. We are made to sing to the Lord. We are made to worship our creator. We are made in God's image. We are made to serve him with gladness. And, uh, so if you're a believer, uh, I need you to get on board and sign that statement. Go to, uh, gracechurch.org and uh, and check it out sign it but i think this is this is the right time for churches that are really truly truly preaching the gospel to come together put differences to the side because that's secondary we're brothers in the lord we're sisters in the lord and we need to come together as one the world needs to see that the church is one Let, let's 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 start off by saying that that the world needs to see the unity in the church. I'm not worried about the Episcopalian uh, church. Uh, you know, they they uh, they have they they lost it a long time ago. They they, they went wayward a long time ago. and That's the very truth. Uh, they um, they they allow certain things that are completely unbiblical and sinful. And so um, I don't. Uh, th- that's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about the Church of Christ the lord those of us that uh have a desire to obey christ have a desire a want a thirst after righteousness to stand together and that the world would see that we are really and truly followers of christ that's important you know but he's making he's making a lot of uh appearances you you know what i love uh, you know what i love about uh, about the lord is that when you stand for righteousness he gives you a platform he he really gives you a platform when 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 you when you and i stand for righteousness we really uh get blessed by getting a platform and you don't have to you know uh you don't have to Ask for a platform, you know, you don't have to ask uh, for permission to speak or any of that. It's like when you stand for righteousness, the doors swing open. God is the one behind that. Uh, In in the premier Christian news, uh, he appears again. John MacArthur threatened with fines and potential arrest for reopening church as he says he will not bow to Caesar. Pastor John MacArthur has posted video explaining why his church in California has opened and defied the state rules which lead him to getting an official letter. John MacArthur leads Grace Community Church, an Evangelical Mega Church in Los Angeles, an area which is on a monitoring list of counties that are being observed for COVID-19 and therefore must close places of worship, shopping malls, hairdressers, and gyms. However, MacArthur has decided Grace Community Church will hold physical gatherings and we'll sing. We will pray. We will fellowship. We will proclaim the word of God. That's what he said. Man, can, uh, can, can we, uh, you know, uh, he's probably not asking for it, but uh, can we say a loud amen uh, to that? Because it's what we need. is what we need to see in our pastors. It's what we need to see in our pastors, <laughs> our, our, in our pastors man. You know, uh, uh, I had a I have a great uh, friend, another uh, local pastor here in the San Fernando Valley, who who stands the same way, and we talked about John MacArthur <laughs> while we were at the beach, and and we feel the same exact way, you know, uh, um, and and it's so awesome to see that there are still folks, there are still good pastors out there that are not going to bow down. They're not going to be scared. And, and, and some of the other pastors will say, well, it's not that I'm scared. It's just that, you know, uh, the safety of, 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 of the rest of the people. But, but what happened to, you know, so why are you making all all these altar calls is my next question. Why are you making altar calls if at the end of the day, you don't even believe in the very altar call that you made? Hello, somebody. Right? You're making altar calls. You've been making altar calls left and right. And now when it's time to, you know, you, you know uh, uh let's, let's 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 get down to work here you're in a closet. <laughs> you're crawling into a closet. Uh, and on the on the on the notion that you know it's safer for the people, what happened to the God that is strong. What happened to him? Well, nothing happened to him. Him has always been there. He will always continue to be there. But it's disappointing, I'll tell you that much. In a statement defending the elder's decision, he speaks about God's ultimate authority, saying, As his people, we are subject to his will and commands as revealed in the scripture. Therefore, we cannot and will not. Hmm. Wow. Therefore, we cannot and will not. In lame, layman's terms, we're not g- going to give in to the government, into government impose moratoriums on our weekly congregational worship or other regular corporate gatherings. Compliance would be disobedience to our Lord's clear commands. Amen. Praise God. It's what we need to see. It's what we need to see. And and my prayer, man, uh, and look, my prayer is that uh, pastors would get up And that we would stand together as one body in the Lord and really proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. If we're going to say that he is who he is, then we need to act what we just said. Um, Where's your church at? What is your pastor doing? I mean, it's been weeks now. Have you approached your pastor? Have you asked? Can you ask? <laughs> uh, I know on a lot of these uh, these forums, uh, you know, you can't even approach your pastor. You can't even ask the questions. But you should be able to. You should be able to ask, where are we going from here? Where are we at at this point? And so um, I'm just very proud of of, uh, Grace Community for standing where they stand and uh, for Pastor John MacArthur to lead the way he leads. Um, You know, I can put my differences to the side, and um, he's a brother in the Lord, like I said, and I think, uh, yeah, man. This is what Franklin Graham tweeted after Pastor at John MacArthur, announced that his congregation at Grace Community Church in Sun Valley, California, would be assembling in obedience to God's word. He received a letter from L.A. County officials threatening perse- uh, repercussion, such as fines and possible arrest. So definitely he's got the attention of a lot of people here. You know, uh, Franklin Graham, a uh, very uh, uh, big name in the Christian world, and... Um, you know he's tweeting about it. There's a lot of tweeting about it. There's a lot of uh, reports about it. There's, I mean, I could go uh, from, you know, I mean, look at this. I'm on Google right now. Uh, how two California megachurches kept worshiping? That's on the news. Pastor John MacArthur may face fine, arrest for holding indoor, uh, for holding indoor services. Will we will obey God rather than man? That's right. That's right you know um <laughs> you, you know it's funny it's like when you when you hear about the, and this to me it's not like even like prosecution to uh, uh or not prosecution persecution to uh to be even compared to what other Christians go out uh, uh, uh and risk their lives to you know uh, in other countries and stuff like that Look at this. Here's another one. Uh, the Department Environmental Health Division is investigating, and will be reaching out to the church leaders to let them know they need to comply with a health officer order. Really, okay? <laughs> uh, this is this is wild, man. This is wild. It, it's like they. It's like, are we in Venezuela? How did this become Cuba? Right. I, I watched this uh, this young lady, uh, uh, a believer. She said, "You know, the reason I'm uh, I, I stand where I stand, and he's, she's very conservative. She said, the reason why I stand where I stand is because I come from Cuba. That's enough.' <laughs> and, you know, and, and she said it so bravely. I don't want to see the United States become what Cuba became. I know socialism." I know communism. I know dictatorship. That's what she said. And, and, and I'm looking into her eyes, man, as she's, you know, in this video. And there is a conviction. She has seen things. She comes from that. You know, where, where the left wants to bring you? Or, or wants to take us to? This lady comes from that. And there is such a conviction in her voice, in her eyes that say, I ran away from that. I don't want that. What's back there is no good. And. Wow. You know. And of course the. The the Grace Community Church is getting. You know slammed with all kinds of other. uh, Stuff. Uh, There's hearsays. There's. you know, it's crazy. You know, when they go after the church, they get dirty, right? They they they'll misconstrue things. They'll they'll say whatever they want to say, and it doesn't have to be factual. The, the The media doesn't never has to be factual anymore. The media just says something, and you know, they believe that we're that dumb to just go ahead and believe what they say or report. But there's a lot of slander coming on here. Is where uh, she says uh, the pastor also addressed misinformation, and it's in quotes, <laughs> misinformation about his church and ministry regarding the paycheck protection program. He clarified that the federal government did send us money. We did not receive that money. We sent it back. We did not receive a dime from the federal government. You know, but but you know, here's here's this media trying to you know to, trying to trying to stain the church. Trying to stay in the church. And, and, and you know, it, I feel that when they do it to one of the churches that belongs to Christ, they do it to all the churches. And that's how we should take it. We need to, like, really stand and, and really be brave. And, uh, and enough is enough. Here's another church. Some churches, including Destiny Christian Church in Rockland, said they would still gather for worship. You know, so so there's churches out there absolutely there's churches out there that uh, are are going to stand uh are going to do what God has told them to do and look at look at um, here, here's the comments here's some of the comments you know <laughs> and there's going to be a lot of them but here's one comment lawless and shame on him says one uh Jim Jardin He is not obeying God. Obeying the government is demanded by God, according to Romans. Shame, shame, shame. Really, Jim? How about you study your Bible uh, and, and really understand what God's word says? How about that? How about you read the book of Acts and see accounts where the church was under persecution and where apostles were told not to preach, and their answer wasn't, you know, obeying the government is demanded by God according to Romans. That wasn't their answer. Their their answer was whatever you see right in your eyes, you go ahead and do that. But we're gonna we're gonna preach Jesus. We're gonna praise Jesus. We're going to declare Jesus. That was their answer. So Jim uh Jardin Might want to do some homework on that before you go into a whole, uh, you know, (laughs) step into a whole uh, 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 pit pit of mud there. Um, John Weatherly, in in one uh, uh, website, writes, we are required to put God first. And if that means breaking men's laws, then we must become criminals. If we are criminals, then we must accept the the penalties imposed by men. Yep, that's pretty much it, you know, (laughs) It, 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 it's it, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, man. It, it, it's, it's. But where's your church at in this whole dilemma, this whole uh, thing that they're trying to do? Uh, I know that some churches are saying, well, we're going to close until uh, this whole year is off, and we're going to meet come January, Okay. Um, You go ahead and do that. You go ahead and do that. Um, And watch how that works for you. I think this is a great time where the real church is going to stand. And those that were playing church, well, uh, hasta la bye-bye. That's it. You're done. It's a wrap. Roll it up. It's crazy, man. But I hope that you're you're praying out there. I hope that you're really um, thinking about this through, praying about this. Pray more than anything else. And then search out the scriptures and do what God tells you to do. There shouldn't be two points at this point. If we're reading the same Bible, there should only be one answer and that's it. It's that easy. I know I got here um, to talk about this. Uh, it, it's um, a little bit passionate about when it comes to the church. You know, um, it's important, man. It's important we talk about it. And he, you know what's so cool that actually uh, John MacArthur uh, got on uh, on um, Eric Eric Metaxas's uh, uh, TV show. And I, why is this important? Why is this good? Why is this really good? Um, I'll tell you, Eric McTaxis. He uh, he gave me an interview. Uh, He interviewed me on his show as well. Same one that John MacArthur, Pastor John MacArthur, uh, was interviewed by him, uh, most likely in New York. And um. And and here's the thing, that Eric McTaxis is a Pentecostal believer, and I love that both of them are coming to the same table and are speaking the same language, because it's the Bible, because this is required, because this is important. And um, I-, I love to see what God is doing. And I really think that this is, this is what's happening. Uh, uh, the bigger picture is that the churches that shouldn't have been churches to begin with, because those pastors were never called to begin with, um and, and they thought that they were going to do it for gain or they were they thought that is a popular thing to do or that it's an easy thing to do or they had a platform or they knew how to speak Does this, this the calling of a pastor is not because you know how to speak it's not because you know how to you know write a a, a bible study together that has nothing to do with that that helps but it has nothing to do with it the calling is straight from God. God is the one that calls. And and if you're thinking that you're going to open up a church because, you know, well, you, you 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 got the looks of a, you know, 2020 pastor, or you dress a certain way, or you're influential in a platform here and there, and that's why you're a pastor. That's why you think that you could fit into that role. You're in it for the wrong purpose, for the wrong reason. Unless God called you, you have no business in that pulpit. And I think that this this thing, uh, this whole uh, lockdown, this whole uh, all of this thing that's happening right now, is a good thing because it's bringing true believers together. And those true believers together are putting things to the side and saying, "No, we are the church." This is where we stand. We serve a risen king, and we're going to move forward together. I love that. I love that, because that's exactly who the, who God is going to come for at the end of all this. In chapter 4, Revelation, that's, that's who he's picking up. He's picking up his church. And that church is a church that speaks the same thing, and that's Christ. So I, I love that, that, uh, that Pastor John uh, took that interview with Eric Metaxas. They sat down and, and uh, uh, go to Eric Metaxas, go to his website um, uh, and his podcast, and I'm sure you'll be able to listen to some in-depth. And, and, and by the way, uh, Eric Metaxas, uh, the guy, is uh, his, he's a theologian himself. Uh, don't don't get that mixed uh don't, don't think that Eric Metaxas is just a great speaker that guy that guy's brains man he's he's uh of the same caliber of uh John MacArthur a uh, very very intellectual very intelligent man uh man of God and um so we have those in the household of faith and we need them uh we need them big time uh so it, it's awesome to see uh two men uh put differences aside and preach Christ and the importance of staying open during this time. And even if we face arrest and fines, so be it. We are the church. Amen. I hope that you enjoyed this time. Um, Again, I I thank you so much for all your support. Uh, If you haven't done so yet, uh, we're seeing a lot of more new Uh, viewers on youtube uh uh subscriptions you know it's a slow start but i thank you please uh, make sure that you get to youtube subscribe to my youtube channel you're gonna see a lot of uh new um uh, um interviews uh here shortly uh again i'll remind you that we're gonna do a, a whole segment on um you know the aftermath of being on lockdown what it does to people where um you know, depression, suicide rates going up, domestic violence going up. What what, what can the church do? What can we do? Uh, what can the city do? We, you know, all that. We're going to talk about that with some professionals here uh, next week. So ve- stay tuned. Make sure that you uh, keep a, 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 an eye out for the new podcasts that are coming out. Uh, and I and I just want to say thank you so much for your support. Um, if you want to s- support this podcast uh, uh by you know uh with funds uh very simple go to kcds.net under podcast click on that and it'll take you to the podcast uh portion of it and on there you will see a support button go ahead and click on that and you could be a monthly subscriber or supporter of this podcast uh keep the lights on and keep me talking <laughs> uh but again thank you so much love you guys it's always a pleasure to spend an evening, a morning with Los Angeles till next time. Hey, oh, by the way, if you haven't got the book, the shock color of the book, go out there, go to Amazon. Uh, oh, by the way, before I even hit that note, we just went over 200 reviews on the book, the shock color book. Um, it's available on Amazon. If you want a signed copy, email me at info at KCDS.net, and uh, we will work out the details on that. I'm getting you a signed copy. You can purchase that uh, uh, directly from me. Love you guys. Let's stay strong in the Lord and in the power of his might.